Hit record. All right, our guest today is Adam Baldwin, uh, not the actor or the star of Full Metal Jacket, <laughs> but Adam Baldwin from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. And he's part of that uh, fertile music scene in the Maritimes. Adam was, was uh, once in the band Glory Hound before joining Matt May's band in 2009. In 2013, he released a self-titled EP, which earned him a Nova Scotia Music Week Award as Male Artist of the Year and Musician of the Year. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Baldwin's new album is called No Telling When, precisely 1985, and it's going to be out on June the 24th. Uh, Adam has just got off the plane. He joins us here at the White House of Rock. Welcome, Adam. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. Um, let's talk about. Let's start. I want to talk about the East Coast music scene. There have been yeah. some amazing bands come out of out of the East Coast for the last ten, even twenty years. If we look back, what is it about the music community that's so different from other parts of the country? Do you think? Um, I don't know. I think there's uh, there's an, an awful lot of boredom, even even in the city of Halifax. You know, there's not a great deal to do there except for um, play in bands and. Uh, you know, there's, there's no real professional sports there to go check out. So, yeah. but there's a there's a pretty steep history of of music out there, and and uh, you know, I, I think uh, you just sort of wind up at a certain point in in a garage with a bunch of your pals. Uh, I often wonder if the people in, in in the coast wait for the end of summer for all the tourists to go away so things can return back to normal. Is it kind of like that? Y- well, it certainly was. There's you know, unfortunately for Halifax, there's not a whole lot of you know the tourist industry has sort of died down quite a bit out there yeah. uh, so it's nice in the summertime to have them and make a few extra bucks but it is always nice to have Argyle Street back you know? get out of our yeah. neighborhood right yeah. so you were in Glory Hunt I did not I was, know that yeah, yeah, uh, that the first band how, how long was that for uh, I, I joined the band in 2004 and uh, I guess I took a job I took the job with Matt in 2008 and I left just before that so how did you get hooked up with Matt Mays how did that start up yeah it's just Halifax small city and you I just sort of you know ran Somebody into not- him on the street I was a big fan I ran into him on the street and we started chatting and then you know two years later I was in the band uh in 2013 you put out your first EP and I, I, do I say you went solo is that a good way of putting it no it's just uh I uh I had a I have a I had a son then uh, and I have now two kids, so I needed to do something yeah. in the off time, you know. So, uh, you know, playing with Matt has afforded me a lot of opportunity, and I, you know, I never had to get a day job or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but then when a little fellow comes along, you know, things start getting a little more expensive. So uh, it just seemed I either had to go back to my job removing asbestos wrap from <laughs> pipes uh, uh, or I could make a you know try to make a go of it sort of on my own but I still you know I'll, I'll play with Maze until uh, he doesn't want me around anymore you know have you always written songs I mean that sounds like a dumb question no but I have I, I didn't always write songs okay. I, I sort of uh, I, I was happy very happy to just play keyboard with, with the Glory Hound guys and then it, it, you know I moved out of moved out of my parents house and and uh, I don't know. It just seemed like uh, it, you know there was. I think independence sort of brought out this whole other creative kind of side in me. And so I was supposed to be in university, and instead I just kind of stayed home all day and and fiddled around on guitar and, and started writing songs. And but it I, got you. And it got you some respectable awards out of it. You yeah, got to feel yeah, pretty good sure, about that. Yeah. So listen, you're on the road with Mad Maze in 2014, and one of your bandmates passes away, and. Um, that had to be kind of stuff. I read this note that Matt had put on the Facebook page, and he says, 
you all can imagine we are completely devastated. However, in our heart of hearts, we know that we need to play on. That must have been difficult to play on. Yeah, it it, it wasn't as difficult uh, as as maybe a lot of people would think because okay. we were we were all uh, in you know Jay died in Edmonton. We had, we were supposed to go to Calgary. We were all together anyway. Um, you know the the band and and it just sort of made sense. We we didn't I didn't want to sit on an airplane and fly home and yeah. and because that that's you know a day full of sitting by yourself and thinking about it. So we I think maybe uh, tried to prolong it as maybe as long as we could. And so we we drove to Calgary. We talked about it for a little while and we decided that we would play. And it was the it was the single smartest thing. That uh, the group of us has, have ever decided as a collective, you know, okay. just, it was the right thing for us to do. I want to talk about the new album. I have one last question sure. because Matt has been here before. Yeah, he's a world traveler. He Where sure is, is he now? <laughs> your your guess is as good as <laughs> mine. I last saw him. Uh, uh, I last saw him in uh, Truro. No, I saw him in Halifax. We played together on Saturday night, but he could very well be anywhere on the planet by now. Wow. I don't know. Let's talk about your new album here. You did this in Toronto. I you did. could have done this in the East Coast. Yeah. Why'd you come to Teal? Um, I needed to get out of my comfort zone in a in a number of different ways. Um, uh, I'm very comfortable in Halifax, and and uh, and I'm comfortable in the studio in Halifax. That's that's above the label that I work out of. Um, uh, but that sort of monotony is dangerous when you're, I think, when you're trying to create something, and so. Um, I worked with a guy I'd never met before, Liam O'Neill, in a studio I'd never been to before, and, and in a in a city I've been here a lot a lot, but it's always for a day or two at a time, and then you're out of town. I don't know Toronto very well, and so it was nice to um, get away from my regular routine and come to a place where I could establish a whole new one and, and kind of chip away at it like that. You mentioned your work with Liam. Liam O'Neill has worked with the Stills and Metric and all the rest. Yeah. Uh, what kind of role did he take in this record working with you? Well, he... Because uh, <coughs> producer, it can mean a number yeah. of different things to a different no, artist, we, you know? We, uh, we kind of shacked up uh, in the basement below... Uh, oh, it's a guitar shop in Kensington Market. I can't remember the name of the place. But okay. we, we rehearsed down there for three days. And we I had basically sent him a bunch of demos that I'd done. And he rearranged everything. And and uh, kind of set a different mood for a lot of the songs and, and really brought out some parts that maybe I had overlooked and hadn't heard that were maybe in the demo already, but he, he said, that's the part, let's, let's make it bigger. And uh, he was brilliant that way. And, the, and that's, the th you know, that's what I mean when I say, I, nev I never would have discovered this record that I made if I had done it in Halifax with wow. somebody I knew. I never would have done it without Liam. Wow. Uh, you uh, you were in Toronto last year in the fall when everything was exciting happening, and you talk about this in some of the things you've written about the record. You were in Toronto when the, the Blue Jays were running for the ALCS, yeah. and uh, the federal election was on. I mean, yeah, Toronto was a really exciting place to be in, and it, I have this feeling it bleeds into this record a little yeah, bit. Totally. It, I, I think it it set a tone for the, the whole process of recording, you, you know. Um, uh, we, you know, we'd get a pile of work done during the day, and we'd go out for something to eat, and then the ball game would come on. It was always, you know, it, it, it was just such a, so much fun, and it didn't seem like work at all ever because yeah. it, it was it obviously I was with some really dear friends of mine, yeah. playing music all day, and then I'm a big baseball guy, 
huge baseball guy. So that was all happening. It was just the the whole mood was so light, uh, you know, the whole time. It was it was really a blast. So let me ask you a baseball question. Yeah. When this goes to air and goes online, things may have changed remarkably. But today, as we talk. The Blue Jays are one game under 500. Yeah. How are you feeling about the Jays right now? I'm feeling fine about the Jays. Okay. That uh, you it's know. Way too that's, early, that's isn't the, it? So early. It's so early, and uh, the, you know, by and large, I think the pitching has been, has been decent. Uh, Aaron Sanchez has been very impressive, and yeah. the, when those bats wake up, you know. They did yesterday. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right, let's get back to your record here. <laughs> no, no, no. Had no, a little no, talk no, of ball talk, okay? New album's called uh, No Telling When, and in brackets, precisely 1985. I am presuming that's when you were born? I was born in 86, so 85 is the last uh, year in, in, in the history of the world that I wasn't around. All right. <laughs> uh, how, I was going to say, how would you get to that album title, but it speaks for itself, right? <laughs> Uh, also on this record, you have uh, Josh from Sam Roberts Band yeah. and Leah from July Talk. What yeah. was it like working with them? Uh, it was great. They're they're pals of mine, and, uh, uh, and it was just it was just fun. It was just so much fun. The whole thing, start to finish. I, I get a sense uh, because you work in a community out east is that working with other people is a real natural thing to do. It actually must be a lot of fun. It just it seems to, add, I'm assuming, add something to what you do already. Totally. Um, uh, it's you know it seems like the, the the two obvious ways to kind of catch up with your pals in Toronto is to go to a bar and get loaded or 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 play some music or something. So this was I sort of got the best of both worlds. I was gonna say, or well. both. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah that's sort of. <laughs> if only they would set up a recording yeah. studio in a bar, yeah, that yeah. would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, the new single is called Daylight. Tell me some about this new song. Uh, well, that sort of goes back to what you know the. We were talking about the the federal election was was going on when I was uh, making this album, and um, I'm just I'm sort of of the opinion that it's it's really I, I frankly I have no tr- trouble saying that I'm I'm thrilled to see the the Harper uh, regime uh, has come to an end, uh, but it's important to kind of to keep going with this. Uh, Justin Trudeau has a as a majority government and, and, and can kind of get away with whatever he'd like to do. And it's important that we all kind of keep uh, the politicians' feet to the fire and, yeah. and, and make sure that they fulfill the, the promises that put them into the, uh, put them to work for us in the first place. And, and that's sort of what this is about, is uh, uh, keeping this sort of dream that I think a lot of us in this country um, had about what could be happening in Canada when Harper was gone. It's important that we realize that. And I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. You will hold his feet to the fire for sure. I hope so. Everywhere you go. So uh, you do have a tour itinerary coming up. Um, first, let's tell me who's in your band. Uh, I've uh, it's a, a bunch of really great East Coast fellas. Um, uh, guy from St. John's, Newfoundland, Ryan Stanley, yeah. uh, Brody Peterson, uh, uh, Leith Fleming Smith, who's this. Uh, anomaly. He's a he, he was he's born in 1994 or something, but he's like he's so steeped in the 1980s and 70s. He's yeah. a keyboard player. He's the freakiest guy I've ever come across. And uh, I'm not sure who's going to play drums yet. We're sort of trying to work some of that out. But. So you have a bunch of dates already laid out for the East Coast. When are you coming east? Or when are you coming west? Yeah, I guess. west Excuse from me. where I'm at. Yeah, from yeah. where I am here. I yeah. don't know. I'm, I, we're sort of. I'm. I'm hoping uh, by the fall there'll be something a little more um, substantial. And and uh, I always. I love playing in Toronto. 
Uh, I love playing in Ontario in general. It's it's always it's been it's been a good town. A lot of it has to do with Matt. You know, people know my face at least, and they kind of show up to some shows. It's always a blast here. That's great. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And cut. <laughs> hey, that was great. <laughs> Thank you so much, Paul. I really appreciate it. That's great. No, when I heard when I heard the single, I said, oh, "Okay, can we get him in here, please?" Oh, that's I awesome. hope he wants to that's come awesome. all the way down here. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Nice day for a drive. That's for sure. okay. You ever been down here at all? Yeah, I, I played the mansion house here a couple of years ago, and uh, and uh, yeah, kind of amazed. I, I've never played here with Matt. Up. Is it? Yep. Can't remember where Danko played last time.